Leafs off to a 2-0 start on their California road trip after a 2-1 win over the Anaheim Ducks. We'll recap the win and discuss whether the NHL should send William Nylander or Austin Matthews as the team's initial representative of the NHL All-Star Game. We'll get into all that more on today's edition of the Lockdown Leafs Podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Your Locked On Maple Leafs, your daily podcast on the Toronto Maple Leafs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome into the Locked On Leafs podcast, a daily Maple Leafs-centric podcast hosted by myself, Mike DiStefano. Going solo once again today. Dave is still out on vacation for the remainder of the week. He'll be back on Monday, for those who are wondering. Um, but we still chug along here right on the Locked On Leafs podcast. And today's show is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. We were able to put a little $5 scratch down on FanDuel last night on the Maple Leafs to, to get a money line win. You had cash down, got yourself an extra $150 if you would have used, uh, you know, would have signed up for, for FanDuel. That being said, um, man, it was a good game. You know, Leafs uh, with a 2-1 win over the Ducks. We'll get into that today. We'll also get into uh, one of the other big storylines that's going to be happening a little bit later on tonight. The NHL will announce the initial batch of 32 All-Stars, and then the fans will have the opportunity to vote in 12 more All-Stars. But the first 32, one from each team, will be selected and announced tonight. We'll get into that a little bit because I think there's a good debate whether or not it should be William Nylander or it should be Austin Matthews. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Let me know in the comment section down below. I'll give you mine in a little bit. But for now, let's get back into last night's game. The Leafs with a 2-1 win in overtime over the Anaheim Ducks. It really seemed like this was going to be a night where we walk away from this thing and I'm coming on to this podcast and I'm saying, man, the Leafs got goalied again. This Lucas Dostal kid, he's like 22, 23 years old, comes out of nowhere, comes here and here and has a 50 save shutout. Um, but uh, fortunately, that did not happen. The Leafs finally found the back of the net. Uh, it took until the 50th shot of the hockey game for Toronto to finally beat him. Tavares picked up the rebound off of uh, Riley's shot that went off the bar, quickly deposited in, into the back of the net, and uh, off to overtime we went, where we know what happened. Uh, a nice little cross-ice pass from Marner to Matthews, and on his 13th shot of the game, um, it, it goes into the back of the net, and uh, he finally scored. It, it, it was really... It had to be Matthews who ended that game. Like, that dude was a man possessed last night. He was shooting everything on net. And I, I will say this. The Maple Leafs, like, yeah, they re registered, I believe, 56 shots on goal last night, which is insane. It's, it's a lot of rubber be putting on net. There wasn't a lot of, like, really high danger plays. Like, there wasn't a lot of cross-ice stuff. There wasn't much traffic in front. They really were just trying to throw everything they could at Lucas Dostal. And it seemed like it was rather easy as long as, you know, the goalie played with structure. Not to take anything away from Dostal. I thought that he was incredible last night, obviously. I think he still had like four, 
five goals saved above expected or something like that. But, uh, you know, in terms of how difficult of a 50 save performance it was, uh, there wasn't a, you know, a lot of big time plays that were made by the Maple Leafs. I I will say that just a lot of, Hey, we're just going to throw whatever we can at this guy and kind of see what happens. And eventually they did find the back of the net uh, better late than never, obviously. And, least able to, to run away with with two points but ultimately like it was just another it was just a dominant game from Toronto um I'm gonna get into my my you know general overall thoughts on this thing we'll, we'll start with what I liked about last night uh, but overall like I did think it was another great team win I thought that uh they really won the game in in all aspects I thought they defended well they were better than the ducks uh, they certainly generated a lot more offense throughout the night they won 68. Percent of their shifts, uh, they were better in the face-off circle, better on special teams. Um, Sans the shorty they gave up, I suppose, uh, but they were more dangerous offensively at the very least. And it was just another game where where they matched the physicality, I thought too, of uh, of the other teams. So overall, you know, the least played well. Now they should play like this against teams like Anaheim. Like they they should overmatch them and look like the better team and impose their will. It's we just for whatever reason Toronto doesn't do that as often as they should against teams that are near the bottom end of the of the league. Uh, but last night they did, and it really, if it wasn't for a, a, a hot goaltender, this game would not have been anywhere near as close as it was supposed to be. Like, Toronto had 68% of the expected goals. They had, um, I think, like five and a half uh, expected goals last night. So it should not have been a game that went to overtime. It should not have been a game that was so close. Uh, but it was, and luckily for Toronto, they did find a way to beat Dostal late. They got traffic to the net finally with Tavares, and then he picks up the rebound. And a nice little cross-ice feed in overtime. Marner to Matthews got Dostal moving left to right, or I guess he was going right to left. Uh, Regardless, you know what I'm saying? Moving in within his crease, and uh, Matthews was able to get the puck up high enough to get over uh, the the diving, stretching glove of Dostal. So a, a pretty solid game overall, I would say. Uh, I liked the start. I liked how the Leafs were able to kind of, you know, draw a penalty early and, and end up uh, taking control of the game. Like, the, you kind of had a feeling that... It, Maybe it was going to be one of those nights where things were just going wrong for Toronto or like they were going to get goalied or something when right away on that power play, Austin Matthews, seemingly a wide open net, tries to jam the puck in. And uh, old Ilya Labushkin, former Maple Leaf, with a really good stick, kind of stops the puck from crossing over the line and and, and swipes it uh, out of harm's way. And it was like a wide open cage. You're like, oh, no, that's one that Matthews scores 99 out of 100 times. And uh, Labushkin, good on him, made a really good play to negate that opportunity and and keep it scoreless until, you know, the final couple minutes of the hockey game. Um, I also really like that top line in general. I thought they were fantastic. I'll get into it a little bit more in depth when we get into the three stars. Uh, But that line was so good last night, all three of them. I did want to give a special shout-out, though, not to Matthews, not to Marner, but to Matthew Nyes. He was somebody who, right from the get-go, I I really thought was having himself a really good game. And it's because he just never quits on a puck. He's always engaging in these puck battles and trying to, to, to win extra possessions in the offensive end for his team and for his line, whether it's with an active stick or he's willing to go in and body somebody um, to, to knock someone off of a puck. He did that a lot last night. I thought he won a lot of battles and kept possession alive for that top line to keep generating chances. Like you look at them, they had, uh, what, 21 at five on five, 21 shot attempts last night. Like you had 
13 from from Marner. He had or 13 from Matthews. He had seven from Marner. Nyes had three really quality uh, looks and opportunities. I think as a team they had like 30 something slot shots or 20 something slot. Like they, they had a lot. Uh, they really really did have a lot of opportunity, and it's because Nyes did a really good job of of holding the zone and 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 keeping those possessions alive and winning back pucks to try and filter it out to Matthews and Marner for them to do their thing. Um, I thought that they were incredibly dangerous all night long, tons of opportunities. And it just made sense that when all said and done, it was Matthews who ended it in overtime um, because he deserved it based on the night that he had Uh, things that I did not like from last night's game. Uh, this seems to be a controversial take, but I hated that anthem. I don't know what you guys thought. Maybe let me know in the comments section down below. Like, okay, I'm I'm all for you know a decent little you know electric guitar anthem, but this guy put just a little bit too much flair in that. Like, just stick to the melody that we all know. Like, if you're gonna go out and do the Star Spangled Banner, just stick to the melody. Don't go you know, this way, that way, it was too long. There was too much flair and it really just like was hurting my ears. You saw Nylander started cracking up laughing during the intermission. And I, I sent out a tweet saying, yeah, it'd be okay if we never saw that guy ever do a, an anthem again. And I get it. Some people they're like, Oh, you're clearly not a music person. I guess he was a, uh, you know, a guitarist from a, a famous band. I don't know. It's not my style of music. I'll be completely honest. I'm quite ignorant when it comes to that type of stuff, but I personally did not enjoy it. Some others did. Uh, and good for you. If you did uh, personally, I didn't like it at all. Uh, and I don't even think they did the Canadian anthem. Like I, I was trying to think back, maybe I should go watch it back. But I remember thinking to myself, I was like, this is like a two and a half minute solo guitar solo. And I'm pretty sure it was just star spangled banner. I don't even know if they did the Canadian anthem last night. So yeah, just overall, it was uh, yeah, not not one that I enjoyed. Like, come on, let's let's stick to the song here. Stick to the it's, it's not the Super Bowl. Like that's that's the type of performance you maybe see at a Super Bowl, uh, which I still just wouldn't enjoy it. Uh, just based on you know, it's not my thing. If you did whatever, wasn't my thing. Uh, obviously the shorthanded goal didn't like that. McCabe, you know, lose the puck battle and ends up uh, out of position. Leafs don't clear it. And uh, the Ducks able to kind of attack and it ends up on Vetrano's stick wide open in front of the net, makes a little nice move on Jones and uh, lifts the puck, roofs it. And uh, they, they were able to take the, the one nothing lead. So got to do a little bit better. McCabe's got to win that puck or, or at least clear that puck so that, um, you know, so that obviously that kills the play for the Ducks, but it, it stays alive for them. And Vetrano's able to kind of sneak down low all alone and uh, he ends up scoring and hey, you never like giving up short and goals. That's no matter how it happens. You don't like to see that uh, happen in a game. And well, that unfortunately broke the scoring last night. And it was the only goal really that Martin Jones allowed all night. We'll get to him a little bit more. Um, yeah, we'll get to him on the other side, actually, because we'll take a break. We'll get to the three stars uh, of the hockey game. Cause it was a lot that I didn't actually, you know what? I did not like Bobby McMahon getting tossed from that game. That was something I did not like last night. Uh, a boring call, sure. I'll give you that, I suppose, because he ended up going face first into a boards and, and sure, okay, whatever. But to review that and still toss the guy from the game is absolutely asinine to me, uh, especially since like McMahon, I, I, I don't know, has McMahon been known? Like, I, I know he's been in the minors. Like, you let, anyone who follows the American Hockey League closely, maybe you could tell me, but. I've never thought of Bobby McMahon as a dirty player. So why he would, it's not like he would have a reputation or anything like that. But to me, it was a clean 
check. Like it was shoulder to shoulder to Pavel Mintyakov. He just happened to be maybe he's leaning, you know, one side, one way, and he just kind of flipped a little bit and ends up going face first into the glass. But I don't know. For me, I thought that that was kind of a, a clean check. Like that's hockey. That's that's that is not worthy of kicking someone out of a game. I don't know if they're watching too much double IHF or what. Like that was. Uh, not as egregious as that Switzerland you know, penalty call, um, but it was definitely one that did not deserve to be uh, a game ender for Bobby McMahon. Like, if anything, like Mintikov's got to be expecting expected to take contact there. Like, he's passing a puck. Uh, he's got the puck on his stick, and he's passing it. You got to expect, expect to absorb something. Um, so he's got to try and brace himself for that. So br- brutal call by the refs. Uh, good on McMahon though, for kind of answering the bell afterward, fighting Labushkin afterward. It was, it was a decent tilt, I thought. So good on McMahon for that, but to, to, for that to cost him the night to hit the showers early after that kind of hit, uh, that was, it was just a brutal, brutal call by the officials. Um, officials always seem to be. Uh, getting the, the short end of the stick these days, no matter what sport it happens to be, but doing it to themselves. That's all I can say on that. All right. On the other side, we'll get to our three stars and then we'll have the debate. Nylander or Mar uh, Matthews who deserves to be the NHL's player for the Maple Leafs as the initial chosen one for the all-star game that will be announced later today. So we'll have that chat on the other side, you're listening to the Lockdown Lease Podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Today's show is brought to you by Sleeper. It's almost the halfway point in the season, Leaf fans. Regardless of where you are in the standings, I want you to remind you that you can win big by playing daily fantasy hockey on Sleeper, the official daily fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network. Sleeper is our number one choice for daily fantasy sports, and especially daily fantasy hockey. Because of Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in on uh, in daily fantasy hockey contests. Uh, all you have to do is pick whether studs like Matthews or Nylander, McDavid, Crosby, McKinnon perhaps will record more or less than their sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, saves, plus, minus, and more in any given game. To win 100 times your bet on sleeper, you need to correctly predict the outcome of eight different player stats. So if you think maybe Matthews could go over the shot prop total like he's done in a lot of games this year, maybe that's a bet. Or a Matthews anytime goal or a Nathan McKinnon anytime goal, pick eight player stats and you can win 100 times your money. You heard me, Leaf fans. You can win 100 times your money playing daily fantasy hockey with sleepers. So start paying attention and nail your picks so you can start winning big. Use the promo code LOCKEDONNHL, and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code LOCKEDONNHL. See sleepers terms of use for details and locational availability. Welcome back into the Locked On Leafs podcast. It's Mike DiStefano riding solo today as my good pal Dave Morissuti rides the seven seas. He's out on a cruise right now in the Caribbean and I uh, hope he's having a, a, a grand old time out there. I'm curious if he's keeping track and watching these games. I, like I've been on a few cruises myself and, and I know it's very difficult to, to keep track. A, you're partying all the time. So that's, you know, one thing that keeps you out of, uh, out of the way, but also can't really find this stuff on TV. There's not many leaf games being uh, available, but sometimes if they're on, you know, ESPN, uh, sometimes they'll, they'll show up in, in the sports bar on those cruises. So perhaps he's following along, but he'll be back next week for those that are 
wondering. But the Locked On Leafs podcast still heads on, and we still are doing daily Leafs coverage. If you're new to the show, uh, we do put out new episodes each weekday, Monday through Friday. So make sure that you can subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts and also on YouTube as well and stay locked into what's going on with the Toronto Maple Leafs. And uh, last night, the Leafs beat the Anaheim Ducks 2-1 to one in overtime. And as we do here on every show, we go through our three stars of the game. Uh, so the third star last night, I'm going to give it to Timothy Lilligren and, and Mark Giordano. I thought that third pair was exceptional last night. And if you look at you know, the, the underlying numbers from yesterday's hockey game, those two are right at the top of the list when you look at um, expected goals for Timmy Lilligren, 90% expected goals. He won 90% of his minutes last night. Uh, and Giordano second on the team was 77%, you know, like Lilligren out, outshot, uh, his opponent or when he was out there on the ice, the shot attempts were 21 to five, 21 to five geo 18 to six. So not a whole lot at five on five. Those two were given up when they were out there. Now, granted they were given, more offensive zone starts than defensive zone starts. Uh, so, you know, that's going to happen. But still, uh, they were not liabilities. They certainly uh, were were solid last night. They didn't give up a single high danger chance at all. Uh, so that's definitely good to see. Uh, you know, I, I think when you're looking at this Toronto Maple Leafs team and when you're thinking, all right, what can they do going forward? I think they like this Lilligren and Giordano pair. Like I think last year that that worked as well. Uh, it's it's really what allowed Lily to elevate into being the player that he's become today. He has comfortness playing with Mark Giordano. Um, I think it could be okay with this being a third pair going forward. Uh, and that all of a sudden just means, okay, now we need one top defenseman, especially if you talk about, okay, the Leafs, they need to add a, a third line center. They need to add, you know, another goaltender. If you only need to add one defenseman at the deadline to improve this team, which I still think they do, obviously, um, that means you can add that one guy in the top four and still be happy with, with you know, Lilligren and Giordano playing together as, as a third pair and, and, you know, those limited minutes, but still those guys playing against, you know, third and fourth liners, you kind of like the look of that as opposed to, you know, if they had to play up the lineup uh, a little bit. So I, I think that they've been a, a terrific pair the last couple games here and last night uh, really didn't allow anything uh, against them while they were out there on the ice. My second star, I mean, we got to give it to Martin Jones, right? Like this guy, like Keith made the right decision clearly to go back to Jones. I personally wanted to see Hill to be, maybe that's selfish of me to want to see what this kid's got, but Hey, Jones was ready to go last night, night two of a back to back. And, and he didn't look like he was tired. He didn't look like he was, uh, you know, didn't have the energy to make some, some good saves to make some athletic saves. He was there. Granted the Leafs did very, uh, did well in front of him. And, you know, he wasn't under siege a whole lot. He did, Face 28 shots, but it's he didn't face, you know, a, a crazy amount of high danger chances. I think mean, there was only nine high danger looks throughout the entire night for the, the Anaheim Ducks. So, you know, he didn't have to face a whole lot of, of quality stuff, but he was there to make the saves when he had to. He was good again tonight, stopped 27 to 28 uh, shots and finished with a 1.63 goal saved above expected. So Marty Jones on night two of a back-to-back came out. Uh, you know, went to overtime, had to play some extra minutes, obviously, tonight. And, uh, you know, they were able to come away with a, with a win, 2-1. They, they only said, hey, you can, you can allow one. If you just allow one goal, we'll, we'll go out there and we'll win this game. And and that's what he did. Uh, so he gets my second star. The first star of the game, 
cheating a little bit. If you are a regular listener or viewer of this podcast, you know I like to do a little cheating when I'm giving away the three stars. And and this is what I'm doing here. I'm giving it to the top line. Like all three of them deserve a star. So I thought we'll just combine it into one. Uh, but Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, Matthew Nyes, those three were just incredible last night. They dominated from pillar to post, and it was only right for Matthews to end up with the game winner the way that he played last night. As a line, those three ended up uh, with a 21-5 to shot attempt uh, discrepancy against their opposition. They outshot the opposition 12-4, to outchanced them 11-3, to and spent way more time in the offensive zone than uh, than any of the line did last night. I, I thought that they were incredible. Again, we spoke about Matthew Nyes. Uh, he was a big part of that being being a, you know, a dog on the bone. He was playing. He was really hard on pucks. He won so many individual battles to keep possession alive for those guys uh, to continue to dominate. It was impressive stuff from him. He didn't get on the score sheet. But I, he's definitely jumped out uh, to me as as one of the better players last night for the Maple Leafs, especially uh, early in that game. And it just continued onward. He did get a few shots on net, did have five individual high danger chances, um, just wasn't able to beat Dostal. Hardly anyone was, realistically. But he was really good last night on and off the puck. So I wanted to give him a special shout out. But obviously, like you look at Austin Matthews, too. Played over 25 minutes last night. 13 shots on goal, including the game winner. He drew a penalty. Uh, he was 60% in the faceoff dot and was dangerous with and without the puck, as he typically is. And, and Marner even registered seven shots on net last night. Uh, just throwing everything on, on on goal he could to try and beat Dostal. Um and ends up getting the assist on, on the game winner in overtime as well. So those three were very good last night, and that is encouraging to see because you've seen that second line. They start to gel with Nylander, Tavares, and, and Bertuzzi. You know, that third line has provided some offense with Max Domi, uh, Robertson, and 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 Yarncroc. Last night, Robertson ends up sitting out, obviously, so there were some changes. But, you know, you've seen some good chemistry from them but that top line if they can get going that second line can get going i still think that there's something they got to do with that third line uh and then i thought actually david camp like he's not gonna make a a star for me but i thought that he responded after being sat out uh you know in in uh, a game a couple of days ago over the weekend last couple games he's been okay uh so you know you're, you're starting to get some better hockey i suppose from him and that fourth line too but that's my three. Those are my three stars of the game. Giving it to that top line of Matthews, Marner, and uh, Nyes. Marty Jones gets my second star, and I gave the third pair of Leo uh, Lilligren and Geo uh, Leo, kind of combining the two, as my third star. On the other side, uh, the NHL is to announce the initial batch of 32 All-Stars later today. One player from each team. And there's a good debate here in Toronto. Should it be Matthews or should it be Nylander? We'll have that discussion on the other side. You're listening to the Locked On Leafs podcast, part of Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. The NFL regular season is wrapping up, but there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. You can even bet on the Maple Leafs. How about tomorrow night or on Saturday when they play the San Jose Sharks? A money line wager, place 5 bucks. 
could win yourself 150. The app is so easy to use. There's so many different ways to make that bet. Live same game parlays. You can find bets in the new Explorers tab. You can make a parlay at the Parlay Hub. It's the best way to find popular parlays and so much more. So visit fanduel.com slash locked on and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official sponsor of the Locked On Network. Welcome back into the Locked On Leafs podcast. It's Mike DiStefano riding solo with you again today. And uh, Dave will be back next week. Uh, he'll he'll you know be back from his vacation and we'll be good to go. But still putting out that daily coverage for you guys uh, each and every weekday. Later today, the NHL is going to announce its initial batch of 32 All-Stars. Uh, it sounds as though this... 16 players from the East will be announced at 6.50 Eastern time with 16 players from the West being announced during the first intermission of tonight's game. I think it's uh, Boston and whoever Boston's playing, whichever game that is tonight. I think it's maybe Boston Pittsburgh, I believe is, is the game. Yeah. Boston Pittsburgh. So it's, it's on ESPN. I believe it'll be on Sportsnet as well. And, um, you know, so they're going to announce 16 players in the pregame leading up to it and then in the first intermission. Um, we'll get to the just just reminders. We'll get to the, the, the debate in just a moment. But there are some changes to this year's all star game. Uh, if you if you recall, um, the draft is coming back into play, which I love. Uh, so that'll be on the Thursday of All-Star Weekend, February 1st. The skills competition will comprise of the top 12 All-Stars that will compete in all of the events. And there's going to be a point system with two elimination rounds before crowning a single winner of the event. And that winner will earn uh, $1 million. So those uh, changes should be interesting. Um, and in, in terms of what these 32 All-Stars are tonight, I believe... Uh, yeah, so then the fans are going to have a chance to name the final 12. So it's going to be 44 total All-Stars. So the league's going to pick one from each team. That'll be announced tonight. And then there will be a fan vote to determine the final 12 players that make it into the NHL. So in terms of which Maple Leaf will be named tonight, I think it's a good debate, like Matthews or Nylander. I should say whoever does not get the nod first will surely make with the fan vote. I mean, we will make sure as part of Leafs Nation that we make it with this fan vote. Uh, that being said, you know, it, it's probably a little special for those who get announced by the league. Cause I think that says something um, for that to happen, that, that the league acknowledges that you are having an incredible season and you deserve to be this, this team's all-star representative. And then, you know, the fans will decide who else gets to be. Um, but there's a really interesting debate here in Leafland between William Nylander and Austin Matthews. Like you, you've got Nylander who's having an unbelievable season. Like he is definitely having a career year, uh, 19 goals, 31 assists for a team high 50 points. Um, I mean like that leads the team right now. And, and I think that there's a, a possibility that he ends up being the Leafs representative um actually let me just check did he end up getting a point i think he may have got a point last night maybe that's a i mean i don't have an updated stat i feel like he might have 51 points now i think about it um austin matthews though like he's got 30 goals and 35 and uh, in 35 games 45 points total but like 
So who are you going to take? You're going to take the guy who's been, you know, the team's best player. He's been the team's most. Um, uh, yeah, he's got 51 points, picked up an assist last night. Uh, I believe it was on the 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 uh, Tavares goal. So he's got 51 points in 36 games for Nylander. Matthews, 30 goals, 45 points in 35 games for him. So, like, who are you going to go with? You're going to go with the guy who's leading the league in goals with 30, which is the hardest thing to do, you know, in in hockey. It's it's, but it, at the same time, it's also quite literally the most valuable thing to do, uh, the most important thing to do, because whoever has the most goals at the end of the night is who wins the game. So, you know, how do you, if you're the league, how do you not vote for that guy, Austin Matthews, to get that? Uh, to get that nomination, right? The guy who legitimately is leading your league in goals. Um, but at the same time, there's also an equally, uh, you know, good argument for Nylander. Like this guy's been far more consistent throughout the season than Austin Matthews. I think that earlier in the year and through the mid midway mark, like Matthews kind of hit a couple skids there, you know, was dry. Nylander, he's got points in all, but I think three games this year. But this guy's been the epitome of consistency this season. And there's been times where he's driven play for this team, where he's been considered the best player overall for this team. Uh, and again, leading the squad with 51 points through 36 games. So it's going to be a very interesting scenario here with the league whether or not they go with who most Lee fans would argue had been the best player in William Nylander and maybe most Lee fans would argue that Nylander is is more deserving at this point like you guys let me know let me know in the comment section down below who you think is more deserving Nylander or Matthews but for the league it's going to be difficult I think for them to go with with Willie uh, as opposed to the league's goal leader by large margin uh, and very impressively, uh, already to up to 30 goals uh, in Austin Matthews. Like, either way, both of them are going to end up at the All-Star game. It's in Toronto this year. I, I even think, like, Marner's going to end up there. You could potentially even see maybe even when Morgan Riley could potentially get there as well um, due to a fan vote. But ultimately... Uh, the league, I think, has a very difficult decision in which one they're going to choose. And and I will be very curious uh, as to who they decide is more worthy of that initial selection. Austin Matthews, the league's goal scorer, or William Nylander, who's arguably been the better and more consistent Maple Leaf, if you're watching these games, uh, you know, as, as a Leafs observer at the very least. So I would be, uh, it's, it's going to be interesting to see which player gets that nomination later tonight. Once again, it's going to be announced the 16 teams in the East, which would include Toronto at 6.50 Eastern time. Um, it'll be announced during the pregame show for the uh, Penguins and Bruins game later tonight. And then the West will get its announcement during the first intermission of the same game. So watch the broadcast if you want to find out uh, right away who ends up getting those nominations. And then, we, the fans, will have the opportunity to pick the final 12 players to make up uh, 44 All-Stars um, that'll compete in this year's uh, All-Star game. So, uh, again, that's your chance to vote in. Whichever one of these two players does not make it, but also, uh, you know, let's get Mitch Marner in there. Uh, I think Riley, you know, might be able to get in there as one of the, the top defensemen in the uh, in, in the Eastern Conference, potentially. I think this is league-wide, so might 
Yeah, we'll see. You know, again, it's a fan vote. It's in Toronto. So I'd like to see as many Maple Leaf players in there as possible. Um, and look, we've seen guys, we've seen many players who don't deserve to be all-stars end up at the all-star game. And it's because of this fan vote. Uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of goofy. It's kind of gimmicky um, to have like, you know, the, the John Scott's of the world or these, that was it Zemgis Gergensen's the one year, I think uh, made it into the all-star game. And and I think there's been a couple others that I can't recall. Um, you know, when you think back to the Maple Leafs back, when you think about when the team sucked, but still had to have a representative there, like Leo Komarov was an all-star. Leo Komarov was an NHL all-star. Like when you think about that, it kind of takes away the the allure of what the all-star game used to represent but anyways that's a conversation for another day um hopefully uh, you know it, it could be a a fun a fun different all-star festivity here in toronto like i said there are changes coming and i think the changes i i like them i, I do like the draft i think that the skills competition that is going to be for a million dollars makes a lot of sense um but we'll see uh tonight who ends up making it as the initial batch before we get to make the final 12 votes all right that'll do it for us here today on the podcast i'd like to thank you all for listening and supporting the show you can subscribe to the locked on leafs podcast on all podcast platforms and receive daily leafs content follow myself on twitter at mickey underscore canuck or x as i suppose it's now called uh, follow the show as well at locked on leafs uh leave a like and a comment down below uh if you're listening on youtube if you enjoyed today's show please let us know uh down below also maybe uh, uh give us a rating if you're listening to this on on itunes that'd be greatly appreciated as well we'll be back with another episode for you tomorrow we will uh try and tee up what's going to be going on this weekend leafs still on the california road trip they'll try to make it a three and oh sweep of cali when they're in san jose on saturday so we'll tee that for you guys tomorrow till then keep it locked right here on the lockdown leafs podcast